just really has a problem with people being able to defend themselves. The left actually believes in their heart of hearts that people do not have the right to defend themselves. And the reason, the reason that the left feels this way is because if somebody has the right to defend themselves, that means that somebody has the right to protect them, to protect themselves from the left stealing their stuff. Now, it started out with our good friend and uh, Texas's own version of AOC, the towering intellectual giant who is uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke, posting a picture or reposting a picture on Twitter of uh, two immigrants, uh, ostensibly two immigrants, what appear to be two illegal immigrants, uh, passing a baby uh, through razor wire. This, I am assuming, happened because, well, the memo went out from the puppet masters of the left telling everybody what to say. And apparently, other people were saying pretty much what I said, which was, uh, it's not uh, Governor Abbott or the people who are defending themselves and their country who are responsible for putting that child at risk. Rather, it is the people who are illegally breaking into the country who are putting that child at risk. And so the memo, another memo, went out to ramp up the rhetoric just a little bit by trying to pluck the heartstrings of conservatives as if we were just as stupid as the typical liberal voter is. And so, what came out were the likes of this post. First one we have is from a Nick Knudsen, which I'm sure is 100% not a bot or a fake name at all. And he posts a meme of uh, Governor Abbott inside a church, and it says, pro-life quote, Christian, end quote, at church on Sundays, and then underneath it, a picture of Governor Abbott, and then it says, back to drowning migrants with razor wire on Monday. Now, note he is uh, bringing Christianity into this discussion that is going to become important in just a second. And then we have this follow-up from Mohammed Safa, S-A-F-A, and he has a picture of what appear to be a bunch of illegal migrants in the water, in a bunch of reeds. This does appear like it might be doctored, but there's no telling. Anyway, there's, there's no telling where this particular picture was taken, but knowing a little bit about... Uh, Texas, uh, since I live here in West Texas, I can't think of any part of the Rio Grande River that has quite that much vegetation in it. Anyway, let's go ahead and stipulate that that's where this is, even though it may indeed not be. Muhammad Safa says, you cannot worship the child in the manger while drowning the child at 
the border. Doesn't that just pluck at your heartstrings, folks? Doesn't that just just hit you right in the feels? Well, that's kind of what it's designed to do. But since Mr. Knudsen and Mr. Safa have decided that they are going to bring Christianity into the discussion... I just decided I'm going to have to respond. You see, as somebody who has about 17 years behind a pulpit preaching in a church, and even more years than that actually studying the Bible and uh, Christianity, I feel it incumbent upon myself to respond to these uh, spurious arguments. The first thing, however, that I would like to point out is purely based on observational logic, and that is, and and I'm going to reiterate this, that the people who are actually putting those children at risk are threatening their physical uh, well-being and potentially their lives are not the people who are defending the border. It is the people who are trying to bring those children into this country via illegal routes. You see, if they were indeed fleeing some kind of oppression from their home countries, there are legal mechanisms through which they can enter the United States. And we can hem and haw about whether those legal entry methods are uh, efficient or whether they are adequate enough. That's a discussion for a different time. Either way, illegally entering the United States or any other country for that matter, any country in the world is illegal. It is against the law. The people who are doing it, by definition, then become criminals. Well, a person can't be a person can't. It's not a crime to be a person. It's not criminal to be a person. Nobody's saying it's criminal to be a person. What we are saying is the activities of the individuals who are breaking the laws are criminal. And if the activities that they are doing are criminal, that makes them, by definition, criminals. Now, let's go ahead and go to that whole Christianity thing that these people start bringing up. One of my friends, those of you who know me and who have followed my show for any length of time know that one of my very favorite things is when uh, anybody who doesn't know anything about Christ or Christianity or the Bible, tries to tell those of us who do what the Bible, Christ, and Christianity are all about. I find it rather amusing, and that being the case, I like to educate those people who know absolutely nothing, Muhammad about the Bible, Mr. Knudsen, or Christ, or Christianity. Again, having the experience that I have in that particular area, I am more than happy to share that 
with everybody else. The first thing that I want to bring up is just the basis upon which these leftists are making these claims. They are making these claims based on a Jesus Christ that does not and did not exist. They have this, what I refer to as the candy-coated counterfeit Christ, who theoretically, different an opposite of the Old Testament God, came forth and said, it's okay, God's changed his mind, you can do whatever the f*** you want to do, anytime you want, anywhere you want, doesn't matter, you can do this, you can do that, as long as it makes you feel good, even if it might hurt somebody else's feelings or violate their rights in certain ways. If that person is an oppressor, it doesn't matter. See, in their minds, this candy-coated counterfeit Christ is kind of a a hippie neo-Marxist just like they are. It reminds me of the old saying that God created man in his image and man being the gentleman that he is returned the favor. In answer to this whole concept that this candy-coated counterfeit Christ is the one who actually says, yes, it's perfectly fine for people to commit crimes and while committing the crimes, put their children or other people's children, because we really don't know, in danger, Uh, that's perfectly fine um, because uh, this new counterfeit candy-coated Christ is is completely opposite the the God of the Old Testament and and what is is in his intentions were to change the laws of the Old Testament Christ I want to bring this little beauty uh, up to you uh, right now this is from the actual Bible not the made-up Bible that uh, the uh, that the liberals like to think exists. This is a Bible, again, that neither Mr. Knudsen nor Mr. Safa have read or know anything about. This, again, Matthew 5:17. this is Christ himself speaking. He says, Do not presume that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill So we can see here, Jesus himself is telling everybody, because the Pharisees were accusing Jesus of trying to overturn the uh, the laws and the prophets, and he was responding, no, that's not my, that's not what I'm doing at all. I am here to fulfill the law and the prophets. Um, So Jesus is saying, not only am I not changing the law or suggesting that the laws be changed, I am here to fulfill the laws. But, but Doc, you might say, I have seen some of your previous shows, and and haven't you said something about uh, God creating all men from the same blood? All men are the same blood, and so so shouldn't that mean something. Yes, it does actually say that in Acts 17, that all men are of the same blood. However, there's a second part to that that's equally as important. And and I, again, this is something that I find funny because the left typically, they do this a lot where, where they, they, they find a passage of something, say, oh, I don't know, a law. Part of the Constitution 
by and and they and they only look at the first half of the the part that that actually uh kind of fits their narrative and they conveniently decide we're going to ignore the second half of that like you know the second amendment or something well we like that first part where it's well regulated militia and being necessary to a free state we like that well regulated and militia and so you shouldn't have but they neglect to uh, think about that little second part the, the right of the people who the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed and and so just like that in in the um in the Acts chapter 17 verse, Acts chapter 17 verse 26 to be specific, there is indeed a second part to that verse. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their habitations boundaries of their habitations. In other words, borders. There are borders. And all of this, if you go way back to the, uh, the Tower of Babel, or Babel, depending on where in the world you are from, if you go all the way back there, when everybody was part of one nation and so forth, and and they were getting themselves into quite a bit of trouble again. Um, God decided that he was going to kind of separate them, break them up, as one might do, as one might do to say, oh, I don't know, a couple of kids who are fighting or something like that. You separate them. You put them in separate or in a in a in a fight. You know, you got two different corners. You separate them. Um, similar type of thing. And what God did was he confused their speech. He confused their speech and that worked and that sent them all over the place. As I have explained in previous shows, and I frequently say, God didn't separate human beings into different races. I want to say that again. He didn't separate them into different races. He separated them into different languages by doing so. By separating them into different languages, he separated them into different cultures. There was a purpose for this separation. And as we see from Acts 17.26, God set the boundaries of the nations. There is a different culture here in the United States from, say, a third world crap hole such as Honduras or Ecuador or, dare I say, Mexico. Yes, I dare. Indeed, there's actually a different culture between the United States and a third world crap hole like San Francisco, but that's a different story. Actually, it's kind of the same story because the third world crap hole in, say, Honduras or Ecuador is brought about in exactly the same way as the third world crap hole in, say, San Francisco or Los Angeles or Chicago or Detroit or D.C. or New Orleans, and I could go on and on. The same governmental systems are at work there. But I digress. We're talking about Christianity and how illegal immigration fits in 
to this argument that these liberals are making by referencing a fake Christ, that uh, a Christ that they know nothing about. Let's take a quick look at some basic Bible stuff here. Basic Bible stuff. We're going to Exodus chapter 20, verse 17. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female slave. I'm sorry, or his female slave or his ox or his donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. You shall not covet anything that belongs to your neighbor. That means no envy. Now, understand this from a Christian perspective, okay? God gives us what we need. God gives each individual what they need and what he feels they need. He puts each individual where they are, when they are, on purpose. Nobody, no believer, is outside of God's control at any point in time. Jesus actually points this out. He says, don't worry about what you're going to wear. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. God will take care of you. God will take care of us. But isn't there, oh, there's just some, oh, so many terrible bad things that are going on, like in these third world crap holes like Ecuador and Honduras. Well, yes, there are, and those are caused by not God, but human beings. Still, you are where you're supposed to be at any given point in time. Okay? That's just the way it is. Now, now I can hear them saying, oh, but, but wait, hang on. Before you say that, I know what you're going to say, but before you say that, I want to get into another particular passage. Also from Exodus chapter 20. Tell me if you've heard this one, because I'm pretty sure you have. You shall not steal. That's Exodus chapter 20, verse 15. You shall not steal. Not only are you not supposed to envy your neighbor, covet their stuff, but you're not allowed to steal it either. Again, if God wanted you to have it, you would have it. Now, this is what Mr. Safa is saying. This is what Mr. Knudsen is saying. They are saying, well, we don't believe in that. We don't believe in Christianity or just none of that stuff. We don't believe in God and that God and that Jesus person that you're referring to in that Bible. And so, well, then why, why did you reference them? You reference them, not me. You brought them into the discussion, not knowing anything about them, not knowing anything whatsoever about the Bible. You brought Christianity into this, not the Christianity that you've made up in your little mind, that, that you, the Christianity that you wish existed, the imaginary Christianity that you would believe in if you believed in a God, which you don't. No. You brought Christianity into this. You suggested that Jesus would actually support people committing crimes and in the process 
putting children at risk. I am correcting you. So, don't tell me all of the sudden because I am bringing up the point that you were wrong in bringing Christianity into this, in suggesting that Christianity in any way supports illegal immigration. Don't tell me all of a sudden, now that it's going the wrong way, that you don't believe in it. You referenced it. You brought it in. I'm explaining it to people who actually want to know the truth. Because God knows, the God that you do not believe in and know nothing whatsoever about, knows that you have absolutely no interest in the truth. Thanks once again, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. If you like what you heard, hit the like and subscribe button down below and share this video out there to people who you think would like it or people you think it will annoy. Uh, you can hit me up in the comments section and you can also reach me at DocBryantActual at Twitter or X as it is called now. Um, and I'm also on Gab, Getter, Minds, and Truth Social. Uh, you can get my podcast anywhere you can get podcasts except for Apple because I won't fill out their paperwork. And you can catch my videos on BitChute, Odyssey, and Rumble.com. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you all later.